Chuck. Jay. Got a question. Hopefully what, I got an answer. What do you call the wife of a hippie? Uh, I don't know. A Mrs. Hippie. <laughs> I just found out that I'm colorblind. The so. news came completely out of the green. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> My girlfriend thought I'd never be able to make a car out of spaghetti. You should have seen her face when I drove pasta. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, this will be my last one. one okay, more, one I'll, more. I'll keep it. I asked a Frenchman if he played video games. What did he say? He said we. Oui. <laughs> Let's start the show. Let's go. Well, I know Nick is a podcast and you're listening to it today. Well, I know Nick is a podcast and it's hosted by Chuck and Jay. Today is Wednesday, February yes, 26th. It is. is it? Yeah. No, I thought it was... Out of pocket for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Way out of bringing pocket. It, bringing it back. All right. Way out of pocket. Welcome to episode 29 of We're Not Nordic. I'm Chuck. Hi, I'm Jay. Uh, despite the fact that I cut my hair, we are still both not Nordic. True that, and uh, so we're—I guess—we'll get right, uh, right to it here. Obviously, uh, there's no uh, correspondence. To, uh, come back next week for more TJ time. Correct. Uh, oh, and I should say I mentioned it last week, but uh, next week will be uh, March fourth. Was uh, the very first. We're not Nordic, and it was, which, as you recall, was only about ten minutes long. Correct. We're just kind of try to figure shit out. And so March 4th will be the 30th episode, which will uh, co- totally coincidentally be the exact one-year anniversary of the podcast. So we'll talk, uh, we plan on talking next week about uh, memories and uh, f- stuff that we do different maybe and stuff that we'd like to accomplish in the next year. Because, you know, frankly, I mean, there are a million bajillion podcasts, but a year is a long time. And I feel, yes. like, I feel like we've outlasted a lot of, uh, at least a lot of our peers. Yes, um, <clears throat> the problem that I had is right at the beginning we were still trying to find you know when we could do it, how we could sure. do it, yada yada yada. Dinner at Fridays, you know what I mean. So here we oh, are. I wish we had dinner at Fridays. I miss Fridays. There's a Fridays about quite a while up the road, <laughs> but uh, maybe someday. Um, yeah. Sunday. We're going to say, <laughs> okay, we can no, keep going with this, but no, right. but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's really the stroke of the the stroke of genius you had. When, when you said, let's do it every other Wednesday and let's make, make a routine out of it, that's when the show really became... Well, I mean, we can talk about this next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but Table anybody, that, bro. If anybody, Put a pin in it. No, if no. anybody has any particular stuff that they that they really enjoyed, I'd love to right. hear it. Please. Uh, TJ, we're looking at you. TJ, uh, Fred... Yeah, Lauren, yeah. Um, Joe, Benzon, yeah. Justin Pyatt, you know, anyway. Chris. I mean, we could keep going. Oh my, yeah, Justin, where you been? Where you been, bro? Come on, man. <laughs> you said we could keep going. I, actually, that might be about it. <laughs> no, we can keep going. Wife of the show, Melissa. Exactly. <laughs> Come on now. Um, okay, so you got some news we can talk about here? I do. What was? What shoes was? Am I wearing? Crocs. Okay, KFC Crocs don't just look like fried chicken. You know, I, I actually... I They I, smell like it too, bro. They smell like it? Yeah, at I least until it... feet enter the picture. Oh, yeah, well... I don't know if feet my were feet, pictures, but... My feet smell like fried chicken, so... You know, <laughs> Picasso, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For $60, you can make your dreams of wearing a bucket of chicken finally come true. Is this what you want for your birthday? Is this a hint here? Uh, Birthday... Christmas. I'm gonna need a few pairs. It's true, honestly, because they... you're, you're dressed KFC Crocs, exactly. your casual <laughs> KFC Crocs. Exactly. Uh, that's according to Crocs, which is which is out with what is surely seriously no. Uh, it's the oddest design yet. Revealed in a f- uh, a fairly out there ad released Wednesday, the KFC X Crocs clogs feature a fried chicken print on the top and red and white stripes on the bottom, an homage to KFC's chicken bucket. 
The crocs even smell like fried chicken, thanks to two scented but non-edible gibbets charms designed to look like drumsticks. Yeah, on the side, right? The Wait a minute. Are those the things that stick on the top? I think so, yeah. I like those gibbets so charms. So those are scented. That's interesting. The shoes won't be released to the public until sometime this spring, though the brands choose to build the excitement during the New York Fashion Week. Because I, yeah, because obviously they're unbelievably fun and fashionable, as Croc Seniors VP Terrence Riley puts it in the release. Man, I, kn- I knew before that I didn't understand fashion. Now I really know. Uh, paired a sky-high platform version of the Crocs with a red sequence jumpsuit while attending shows. Why? Why would they do that? They're for me only. No, to anyone who's ever wanted to stick their feet in some fried chicken, for the rest of us, we'll I mean, just be over here. Right? We'll just be over here staring out the window and the sober reflection of what life on Earth has become. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that is I suppose that's fair too. Yeah. S- supplies your email address here, and get a heads up when the shoes go on sale. Damn it, I didn't do that, so I'm going to be way down the list. That's pretty upsetting. But yes, I want them. Uh, I would wear them. I'll see. Uh, I'll see if I can make that happen for you. Come on, bro. Wait. Remember the Pringles? What happened to those? What do you mean? We didn't get all the Pringles. The, what was it? Cranberry? Oh, the site crashed. <sighs> Dude, my heart crashed. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Let's so see. is there a picture of these? There are. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Actually, I don't have the picture. All I have is this woman making a weird face from the ad. Yo, who the fuck is that? I don't know. M-L-M-A. M-L-M-A. I don't know who that is. She looks pretty dope, though. She looks styling. Here they are, right here. <laughs> are you... Wow. I did not... First off, the giblet charms, or whatever they're called, they're fucking... P- pardon my language. They are gigantic. It's weird. It almost looks like... um. Uh, it almost looks like snake skin. <laughs> Those are big pieces of fried chicken, folks. Sticking out the front. Yes. Large. I don't know how else to describe them, but big. You want them. I do. <laughs> All right. Okay, now are you a Dashboard Confessional fan? I was at one point. Remember that song, Vindicated? What record was that on? Uh, I don't know. I just if, remember it was... If it wasn't on the Swiss Army Romance, then no. It was not on there. Could not. you please pull that song up? I, oh, you I cannot can. pull that song up. I can't. Well, let's just pretend that it's playing right now. Mascot didn't assault young fan. Oh, Gritty, yeah. Gritty is vindicated. He is. <laughs> so. How's the song go? Sing it. Okay. Vindicated. I did not punch that kid in the back. <laughs> I swear I didn't do it all. Well, however it goes. All right. However. Um, Justice for Gritty. Exactly. Whoever that is under the costume of the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Which they still never, like, throughout the entire thing, they still never clarified that. I kind of like that. They still acted like Gritty was a fucking real thing. <laughs> Has been cleared of an accusation of assault against a 13-year-old. Uh, the boy's father lodged a complaint, and he said, he taps Gritty three times on the head, but then he, you know, says, a light tap, which I think is bullshit. Yeah. Again, I'm cursing again, and I apologize. You know we can curse. We are. We are. I know, but we I know, are two gentlemen in our late thirties. One friend of the show did say that it, he likes it that we don't go, folks. Uncle Buck Wild with the curse words. There it is. So, <laughs> got it in again, guys. <laughs> um, the only way this could be more Philly is if we need a do we need a we're not Nordic shirt that says Uncle Buck Wild on it. I think that's we do. Where we're going. I think we do. <laughs> Gritty is just tipping his hat to one of Philly's most deeply held costumes, hammering people. <laughs> let, uh, the man do, let the man do his job. Oh, customs. I'm sorry. I read that too quick. Most deeply held customs, hammering people. Well, let the man true. do his job. The Broad Street bullies, man. So, so what happened was this kid, his dad, this is what he said. I respect the police's decision, but I stand by what my son told me and what I saw, and I just want to put this behind me. Any parent would have done the same thing. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, I think this guy was just looking to get some loot, trying to rob the. Because didn't he want? Didn't he say something about his seats or something like that? Yeah, he wanted like season tickets. Or right, something. exactly. He would be like, reimbursed. They didn't. Uh, they didn't offer him like a good location, some shit like that. Yeah, I think it's all conspiracy theory. He's like, starring Mel Gibson again, folks. <laughs> he's like, he's like, son, can you look really hurt so we can get free dinners at the Cadillac Grill as well? I don't know oh. why he's got a Southern accent in my mind. Uh, he's from Philadelphia, uh, so I don't know why either. So he's like, 
hey, let's go drink the water. There you go. Let's get a hoogie. What's going on? Let's go to a mom mom's house. Sorry, not what, bashing people what, from Philly. What are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. So, are you aware that Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks is from a, from WCW? Has a yeah, he's all fucked up. Yeah. So he was found in someone. This is a picture of him now. Yeah, Goldberg is Goldberg is in a bad way, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he was filtering uh, through a car that he said he knew wasn't his, and um, he was arrested. Police say he was displaying symptoms of being under the influence of methamphetamine. Yeah, no shit. Um, he played the hockey goalie Greg Goldberg in the film. Mighty Ducks. Yes. He was, he was also in heavyweights. He was arrested in 2018 for public intoxication. Yeah, he lost a ton of weight. He looks really bad. Yeah. Well, one of the uh, one of the kids uh, I saw, um, I forget which kid he played in the Mighty Ducks, is like really, he was being very vocal online about like trying to get, I forget, I think his name's Sean. Cause I, Sean I feel Weiss bad, or something I feel like bad that. I feel bad keeping, continuing to call him Goldberg. Right, for, the, was, for those people who are aware of the movie, I was just trying to give a yeah. little... Well, he's trying to get the kid, the guys, like, loved ones together and, like, maybe, like, really make a concerted effort to try to help him because, frankly, I mean, you can, you can find those pictures online, folks, if you're really interested, but the guy looks like he's not far from death. If yes. I, if it, like, I'm not trying to... Uh, most... You can you can take ninety nine percent of what I say on this show not super seriously, but that's very serious. It looks like he's he's a couple bad months away from you know being being dead. No, I agree. Speaking speaking of stuff like that, I don't even know if I should bring this up about Wendy Williams. What she said about Drew Carey's wife yeah, passing away. Well, she, that, so it was Drew Carey's ex fiance. Co- correct. I'm sorry. What did I say? Yeah. Wife. Yeah. Jeez. No. Ex fiance. Yeah, yeah. She actually she had roots like like. She was from like the suburbs of Philly. And, oh like, damn! Yeah, like like people we she has mutual friends with us. Like she used to go to shows and stuff. Like she whoa she was into hardcore and shit growing up. Oh really? Yeah. Like like I have I have Facebook friends who were like uh, you know I knew Amy very well. This fucking sucks. Like holy shit. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I thought what Wendy Williams did was wow. Yeah, I watched the clip. Uh, so. Did you watch the clip? Did you see it in context? I did I did not see it in context, but I did see a bunch of people tweeting like, I'm not all about cancel culture, but can we please do something about her? This is really well, problematic. Plus it's, plus, it's like the fourth shitty thing she said in like two months, or she just <sighs> sucks. Yes. But yeah, so it's very strange because she, she starts out very, like, you know, in a tone befitting. So, all right, so let's back up. Okay. Uh, this woman who, like I said, she's in her late thirties, you know, a lot younger than Drew Carey, but that's a, that's a different story. Uh, she, came, she came from uh, PA, she moved to LA. She's a, a doctor, and I think was very active in like helping, you know, battered women and things of that nature. She's a right. psychiatrist. Yeah, she wrote a book, something like How Not to Be. Yeah. Yeah. And her apparently she had an ex who was giving her trouble, and like his restraining order had just run out. And he barged into her place and started putting hands on her, and ended up th- she he either threw her off the balcony or she fell off the balcony trying to get away from him. Right. Yeah, died in the hospital. It's just you know, like I it's said, terrible. I, yeah, I mean, I try to I try to be lighthearted and make jokes about just about anything on this show, but that's there's nothing fucking funny about no, that. Not at all. And um, yeah, so Wendy Williams is this sassy black woman who has her own show. Correct, the uh, Wendy Williams show. Yeah, she started. She started. You know, she's. Reporting it in the manner that we just did, in the befittingly somber tone, and then out of nowhere, like when there's like a pause in what she was saying, she just goes, "Come on down." And I was like, "What? What the fuck?" Right, and then and then they said that she like looked up and then followed something down, like she was watching something drop. Uh, yeah, it's it just it, first off, it wasn't funny. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just if you. I don't think there's any way you should make a joke about something like that. But if you do, it better be something really fucking clever. You know, it's... it's, No, I gotcha. It's like... And it was just very... The timing of it, where it was placed in her overall conversation about it... The delivery of everything. It was very strange and very awkward. And I just... Like, I'd love to know, like, if, if she improvised that, what she was thinking, if it was on the teleprompter, what fucking producer and writer thought that was a good thing to put on there. And it was just very gross. Yeah. Yes. It's like, uh, what do they say? It's like that that <clears throat> locker room talk. You know what I mean? Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, but seriously, people people make really dark, disturbing jokes all the time, and they think it's, you know, they think it's funny. But it's like, when you're in the public, it's, you really... 
got to mind your P's and Q's and R's and D's and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm still trying to break myself of the habit of telling people that annoy me to kill themselves. No, I understand, but that's good. You're doing a good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So, on that positive note, let's move on because this is supposed to be a ha-ha show. I think there's, um, I will say, I think there's, um, uh, hang on, let me, uh. All right, folks. Hang on, sorry. There, there was. okay. There was something that there was something regarding that that I I wanted to since we brought it up I wanted to say there's a uh, by about what Wendy Williams said or uh no about this woman uh this woman Amy okay um shit just give me one sec vamp for just one sec okay Um, now Wendy Williams passed out didn't she pass out something she was like she had like a here it is yeah an episode or okay um there's a there's a petition going around. Um, to it, it says justice for Amy, and it's a uh, uh, petition to uh, uh, to change and uh, put more stringent domestic violence laws in place. Now you see, this is something that I could get behind. You know what I mean? That's something that I agree with. Sure. You know what I mean? But it's I dislike when people go on to like uh, not Indiegogo. What's the other one? Uh, GoFundMe. GoFundMe, and people just like want their stuff paid for. You know what I mean? Like this, this is like a legitimate thing right here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's a, that might be a topic for another day. I mean, it's yes. I, I, you know, I think GoFundMe has its uses. I don't know. Pe- a lot of times, you see people don't even start it for themselves. It's like relatives of theirs or something. But anyway, yeah. So what else you got? So I have this story about GoFundMe conspiracy. What happens? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, there's a there's a, there's a guy there's a promoter in AC that abused GoFundMe in my opinion that I've really? been, that I've been tor- trying to torture online for a while now. Huh. I actually reported his GoFundMe campaign as fraudulent. Wow, maybe you can tell me off the air. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've been pretty frank about it quite quite honestly. Frank. Oh, Frank. Dude, Frank's here. All right, so it's Jay and Frank in the car. So, there, there he is. So Frank, got a question for you. <laughs> I guess I'll be frank the rest of the time. Man who was denied IMGOD license plate awarded 151k. What? Yes. Where was this? This is in Kentucky. Naturally. Ordered to pay man after violating his First Amendment right. Now, what if IMGOD was like he just loves pictures and it's image? Yeah. You know, what if he's like the the, 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 the international male god? No, guy well, that's still god of dogs. <laughs> Nice. There we go. Or intelligent man goes off dreaming. Okay? <laughs> I don't even In- know what... <laughs> insecure man gives odd description. Very good. Yeah. How about this one? If you if you want if you want to if you want to uh, <laughs> if you have any other clever abbrevi- possible abbreviations not nordicpod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Iguanas might <laughs> get get Overly dramatic. <laughs> That's what it was going for. <laughs> so for more than a dozen years, Benny Hart drove around Ohio with his personalized license plate reading, I'm God. Then in 2016, he moved to Kentucky. The state denied him the plate, saying it broke rules barring obscene, vulgar, or in bad taste messages. Wow, really? A legal battle was launched, which Hart won in November 2019, and last week came another victor for him. A judge ordered Kentucky Transportation Cabinet to reimburse him. 151,000 in attorney fees. So I think that's not bad. So he paid that already to his attorney? Uh, I guess so, but hold on, it keeps going. Um <laughs> the reasoning behind the plate, I can prove I'm God. You can't prove I'm not. Now, what? how can I prove I'm God? Well, there are six definitions for God in the American Heritage Dictionary. The number 5 is a very handsome man, and my wife says I'm a very handsome man, and nobody argues with my wife. So he's a lunatic. Yes. Okay. So. So he this this guy sounds like he's at about at about the same sanity level as that guy we talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Who challenged his ex-wife to a duel to the death or whatever. Yes. And uh, what Kembo sticks can be used. You yeah. Know, yeah. Doesn't have to be. Instead of the actual samurai sword. Exactly. So yeah. he, it was not an abbreviation for anything. He really like wants to. Right. Okay. Well, that's. Whatever, I mean, man, one hundred fifty-one grand though—that's a lot of money. First off, it's a lot of money to even just go through with it. Why? Right. Why? That some people. Frank, tell me. Frank, write in. Frank, not Nordic Pod, Pod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. 
All right, well, here's my last story. Thieves stole $1,000 worth of super smelly fruit. They stole a bunch of durian, bro. Really? Yes. What were they doing with it? Let's find out. You might be able to smell these thieves coming. <laughs> Police in Hawaii are investigating the theft of fruit valued at about $1,000. The hall includes That's durian, which is known to be for its powerful odor. Have you ever had durian? Is I have is, not, but I have edible? smelled it. Is durian edible? It is edible. Oh. Yes, there's like a there's like a sweet meat inside. This is what it says. Durian is known for its pale yellow flesh with a sweet taste, but a smell that has been compared to moldy cheese, rotten onions, dead fish, and far worse. So why did, did they say did they have a motive for stealing the durian? Uh, let's see. They broke in. Two men entered a property and removed 18 durian and other types of fruit on the night of February 1st. Doesn't say why. Authorities authorities released a surveillance camera image of two suspects and asked the public for additional information. Huh. The the tropical spiky fruit resembles a small porcupine. Typically weighs two to seven pounds. Huh. Maybe we gotta try some durian on the show. Jeez. Would you want to? Yeah, why not? (sighs) Folks, you heard it here, folks. Look, man, I will will put myself out there for the show. Durian is, is popular across Southeast Asia but also is commonly banned from hotel rooms and public transportations there. The oh, smell God, of rot- smell of rotting durian in a cupboard was mistaken for a gas leak Holy shit. that prompted an evacuation of a library. I wonder where you can get some. They probably don't have it at supermarkets. Uh, the Chinese market, they sell oh, them. the Asian market? Yes. Oh, shit. It's huge. It's like it's a huge giant. It's like the size of a football, not a small porcupine. All right. So, well, that might, be, that might be on our things to do list. I don't know. Oh, God. So well, was- well, here's the thing. DM of the show, Greg, has said we should try things. And we've tried pop, we've tried almost every Pop-Tart now that's come out. Yeah, I was going to, yeah, it's true. I I don't know if Pop-Tarts were just going to be our lane as far as sampling food. Oh, God. I'm kind of feeling drawn to to the stinky fruit. (sighs) Lord. Be nice if we could move, we could buy like just like a bag of like some chunks instead of a whole one. They might have it. I'll have to check the Asian market. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks for the news. That's Jason. my news. We're gonna take. We're gonna take just a second, and then we're gonna talk uh, advertising. Ooh, I am down. I know. You, I know. For... You're, I know. You're a big fan of old old commercials and things of that nature. Yes, I am. All right. We'll be right back. All right, Jay. Ring pop. pop! I don't remember that one. I love the way you ring taste. Ring pop! <laughs> I love that little jerk laugh they do. <laughs> Come on. Anyone remember this stuff? It's a lollipop without a stick. Ring. Well, here, here's another one. Remember this one? Yeah. Okay, so they don't do this kind of stuff anymore. No. I mean, we could go back and think about all these commercials for this food. Well, I can personally. And if anyone out there has an old, you know, jingle that you remember, please send it in to us. We will listen to it. TJ, you got to have one in your back pocket. Because I remember Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur, which was a board game. Shark Attack, which was a board game board game rattle me bones remember that one shit i don't even remember that one uh what was that mousetrap mousetrap that was a good i game. guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see that was a hard movie that was a hard game to set up there were a lot of a lot of components to that hard game to set up hard game to play all i did was just run that that trap over and over again that was it all right here i'm gonna send you another one to play this is courtesy of a. Uh, a really cool uh, Twitter account that I recommend called Got Mad Ads. Okay. This guy goes through old VHS tapes and uh, and uh, copies the commercials and puts them on Twitter. I like that. Yeah. So. Well, I love that old Pizza Hut one. I mean, that still sticks out in my mind. When I bought... I know you'll know this one. Okay. I'm waiting for it. Send it my way. Here it is. So I'm just clicking on, I'm clicking on it now. Heading on over to Twitter. You're vamping. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just describing what I'm doing. <laughs> Attention! Your gym teacher... Oh, yeah. ...from charm school. Iron his underwear. <laughs> what does hygiene do? He says, anyone chewing bubble tape owes me 50 push-ups. The lunch lady wears a hairnet, serves mashed potatoes, 
something with a mole, right? For you, not them. Yep. Yeah, it, it, advertising is just... It, it's a lot less... Um, uh, uh, vivid than it used to be. No. You know, like, like I feel like commercials now, it's, it's, it's also a lot of, like, just, you know, um, a lot of banks and, like, uh, pharmaceutical shit, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I think it is all visual. I think I think the the, the, the ear, the catching of the ear, that, that, that catchy jingle is gone. You feel the jingle is the... Uh, I think the jingle is what, you know, makes you mingle. You know what I'm saying? Makes you go out and makes you go out and buy these products. On I mean, a different note here, I'm going to send you one more. This, uh, okay. So, one thing I, re- another thing I really miss about commercials, me personally, uh-huh. is um, the ad- and you'll know as soon as you turn this one on, um, the ads for movies playing like at like 11:30 on Fox or something. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is just one I found on. Once again, I'll recommend this. Got Mad Ads is the name of the Twitter. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Here we go. Is that Gene Davis? Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum. Transylvania 6 5000. I've never heard of it. You never heard of Transylvania 6 5000? I have not. That's pretty good. Really? But yeah, I, I love those like Saturday night at 11.30. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I agree. I saw a lot of good movies that way. I did too. So should we, maybe we'll punching bag that sometime. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, so what, I mean, so you just feel like you feel like they don't write jingles anymore, right? I don't think they write anything catchy that catches the ear that has you singing it in school or singing it to your parents. Like I want a ring pop. I remember there was this stuff called mush. All it was was frozen fruit juice that you stick in the freezer and then you mush it up with a spoon. So it's like a, just like a like a like a slushy basically. Correct. But man, that that was like I mean, I was like I have to have this. All right. Well, so what I what uh what I think I'm gonna try a new quiz segment here. Okay. I don't know how it's gonna go. You just want to do five, like you well, know, you typical. Do five or you want to do ten? Gee, let's just why don't, why don't we try why don't we try five? Let's see where we're at. Why don't we do five? Okay. Okay. There's some some. This is a, a website that I found. 101 best slogans and taglines of all time. Okay. Um, and some of these are super duper easy. Um, I'll try to find ones that are a little more challenging for you. Oh, great. Um, okay, you ready? Go ahead. All right. What? Who had the slogan, have it your way? I guess it's got to be Burger King. There you go. Okay. One for one. Uh, let's see here. Got one. <laughs> Look at you. Exactly. <laughs> this will, hopefully this will be the good for your... Um, <laughs> This will be your uh, good for good for your self esteem quiz here. I doubt it, um, man. Yeah, some of these are just. Um, what was the choice of a new generation? Oh boy, choice of a new generation. I'll say Crystal Pepsi. It's just Pepsi, so I'd say you get credit for that. Okay, I'd say you get credit for that. All right, number three. Okay. With a name like blank, it has to be good. Oh, damn. With a name like... With a name like blank, <laughs> it has to be good. See, I know it's... it's a sound, I, I was going to say it feels like food-based, but... Talk it out. Okay. <laughs> Talk it out. Um, use your phone, a friend. Uh, <laughs> use your lifeline. Shout out the window. See if there's anybody in the parking lot. Oh, the name like off the off the. That's Smuckers. Smuckers. Oh, I got a question. Okay. Like, like, think about this. Do you remember the Palanter All Fruit commercial? No. Oh. You don't remember that commercial? No, the, I don't the, even know what that is. Oh I don't think. my god! All right, well, ask me another one. I'll pull that commercial yeah, up. All right, we'll fin- we'll finish this quiz here. Um. Yeah, you know, I can't ask you just do it, or you know, I mean, that's. Um. Let's see here. 
Uh, Nike. Nike. Nice job, buddy. Thank you. When it absolutely, positively, has to be there overnight. Mm. I don't, I mean, that's a lot. FedEx? Yep. Okay. That was just a guess. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that works out well. All right, here's a planner all food commercial. Go ahead. This is one, this is one of my favorite commercials. And we used to say it at my house. Please pass the all fruit. That sounds like a jam. Pass the all fruit. Yeah, but you hear it. Listen, ready? Pass the polenta all fruit. Ready? Would you please pass jelly? <laughs> polenta all fruit is real fruit, sweetened only with fruit juice. You'll call it delicious. You'll call it remarkable. But please, don't dare call it jelly. Polenta all fruit, the spreadable fruit. God, see, they don't make them like that anymore. Oh. All right, you ready? Sound, well, I, well, I really sound old, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, they don't really, they don't make them. I don't know why you have a, uh, I don't know why you have a. Uh, I know. A, a southern accent. You're like, they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> I really don't, man. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to, do you want a food related one or do you want? Sure, go? let's do food. Okay, food related one. My blank has a first name. <laughs> My blank. Bet you can't eat just one. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Uh, Lay's chips? Lay's chips. Bet you can't eat just one. Okay. All right, here's one more for a bonus. Four out of five. Nice job. When it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. This is food-based? Yeah. When it rains, it pours. Raisinets? No, so it's Morton's salt. And I, it's, oh, okay. see, I, I was going to say, I wear a hoodie, I wear a jawbreaker hoodie with that, the Morton Salt Girl and that slogan on it for, uh, fairly often. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, okay, so that's not bad. Four out of five. And so we should put out a call uh, to the listeners. Yeah. If we, if we have any listeners, I'm not sure that we do. Possibly don't. Uh, it might be It might be all over for us. It's okay. We'll just keep doing it. It's Yeah, why not? Maybe we'll, it'll catch on, you know. <laughs> Another year later. Yeah, maybe we'll get big in, like, uh, I don't know, Belgium or something. There you go. I mean, you know, I've always just talked here as if nobody was listening anyway. So. Exactly. Uh, but, no, seriously, if you if you have any old jingles or anything that you want to remind us of, send us YouTube links or whatever yeah. uh, to notnordicpod Pod at gmail.com. Honestly, I could go through that, uh, that, that, that Twitter page for, like, a while, but we won't... Uh, we won't bore you with that, I guess. No, I, I, I can do. I can still do that too. The, the board games, it was where it's at, man. Rattle me bones. You remember that one? No, what the fuck is that? It was a skeleton, and he had all this attire on, and you had to slowly pull it off. And you pull it off too hard, he would start shaking. His bones would go everywhere. Um, what about Don't Wake Daddy? I don't remember Don't Wake, wake Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, so notnordicpod at gmail dot com, uh, notnordicpod on Instagram, uh, facebook dot com slash notnordicpod. Throw us a like, and we're gonna be right back with what might be the the nastiest punching bag segment. Dear Lord, <laughs> thus far. Right. The world said it sucked, but we don't agree. Cause we're not down with popularity, so here we are to give it not as. Punching bags. Are Hello. you still here? Here we are. Please. If you're still here, you might not be by the end of this because this Whoop. this is, this is going to get ugly. Yes. Uh, punching bags. Do you want to explain punching bags this week, Jay? Usually, what we used to do things that were maligned by pop culture that we had an inkling of interest in. Yeah, something correct? something that we held a soft spot for. Or we thought was underrated by either the people in general or by critics. Correct. Pe- pe- people gave it. Uh, people gave it a. Sh- uh, I was going to say a, a shit. Short shrift, if yeah, you will. Yeah, a short shit, as Chuck just said. I'm sorry, Frank. Uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm Frank. Come on. Yeah, Um, but we gave it a chance, and it, it had some kind of sparkle in it that we saw. Yeah. So we gave it to each other. So we recently switched, uh, at least temporarily, to what's called the punching bag bag. Right. Where we just put pop culture things that are generally acknowledged to be bad. <laughs> that we don't have, have any no attachment to. Right. 
and we just uh, revisit them to see if maybe uh, they were they were looked at unfairly. Correct. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoiler alert. Neither of this week's things were looked at unfairly. Okay. Uh, so let's start with <laughs> let's start with Limp Bizkit, uh, their third studio LP released October seventeenth, two thousand. Uh, with the very f- vivid title, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored, flavored water. water. Correct. Now, I, Chocolate Starfish is is a uh, euphemism for somebody's asshole. Correct. I don't know what the hell the Hot Dog Flavored Water is supposed to be. I don't know if you cared enough to look into that. No, um, I didn't. <laughs> no, me either. So... So this was one of my picks, and uh, the reason the reason that I the reason that I put it in the bag is because, well, one I I I own the first Limp Biscuit album three okay. three dollar bill y'all right, um, and then once the second one came out and Nookie got big, I I <laughs> I, I got turned off quick, but in addition to that, I find the whole the whole thing about that. Fred Durst, the singer of Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit was from Jacksonville, Florida, I believe. Yes. And they played sort of a, a hybrid of like what at the time was being called new metal and rap. And they they Fred Durst, the singer, was a guy I think generally agreed upon to be kind of a disagreeable human being right. who, who who regardless sort of rose to pretty much the highest echelons of fame for at least a year or two. And then through a combination of his being like kind of a distasteful human and the fact that his band was really never any good to begin with, he just, he, he rose up very quickly and that it was, I, I, I can't think of many people who had such a rapid rise and then fall in public opinion, like to the point where just a couple of years after Limp Bizkit was selling millions of records, he was kind of a joke, you know? Right. Uh, so that's that's what interests me about this, and the reason I picked this one uh, as opposed to Significant Other, which was their first like big time breakthrough, is because this 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 was the one I think where people started to realize that there was no sizzle behind the Limp Biscuit steak, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they, this came out just a year after Significant Other, so from what I understand, I was reading a little bit, and people thought that they, they really just rushed this one out to really strike while the iron is hot. Now, regardless, it had a couple of hits, the biggest one being rolling, rolling, rolling. Right, and that was trash. Uh, tr- well, what isn't trash on this? Uh, anyway, so uh, so let's I'll, I'll start. We'll do this chess move style, and I'll start with the... Uh, with the uh, big obvious problem here, which is that this record is seventy-five minutes long, <sighs> there are, like there are several songs that are like six and a half minutes, and that's just unnecessary and annoying. <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you. I gotta step in here. What Frank said is a hundred percent true on a lot of levels, <laughs> but what I do have to say is that the music is really not that bad. Now, did you really separate vocals from music? Did you yeah. try to? Yeah, yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, Full Nelson is straight up B-Town Concrete. Well, no, there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anybody in this band is not a talented musician. Right. I mean, certainly not. I think that the song "Take a Look Around" was that one of the like. That was the one that was in uh, Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, that. that if that I was, was, if I were good. gonna say, if I were gonna choose a best song on the record, it'd probably be that one. I guess. I think the issue with Fred Durst. With his singing pattern is he can't sing. Uh, well, the problem is, is that he has kind of like an okay voice when it's like, you know, well, I did this, I did this, but then he goes into this. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude, like that. But see, is but is that the beauty? Is that the beauty of his singing pattern Are that you? he does do this funkadelic voice? You know what I mean? Well, he. Uh, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. The first song. Uh, Allow me to quote from the first song. Let's hear it. Uh, this song's called Hot Dog. Okay, first of all, I didn't say the lyrics were good. <laughs> well, well go ahead. okay, so he says, so this is called Hot Dog, and there's some, some nice, apparently Trent Reznor came out and said that he thought that E-Town, or E-Town, that Limp Bizkit <laughs> was not a good band, and so there's there's some little digs at him here. Well, there's, there's, a, little bit of, there's a little bit of heart uh, heartbreak here, though, because Fred loved... Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails, which got him into music, so he said in an interview. Oh. So hearing that, I think he was a little heartbroken. Oh, well, I could see that. Right. Ain't so it a shame that you can't say fuck? Fuck's just a word, 
And it's all fucked up. Like a fucked up punk with a fucked up mouth. A nine inch nail will get knocked the, the fuck, fuck out. out. Fucked up AIDS from fucked up sex. Fake ass titties on a fucked up chest. chest. Right. We're all fucked up. So what you want to do? We fucked up me and fucked up you. You want to fuck me like an animal? You'd like to burn me on the inside? You'd like to think that I'm a perfect drug? Just know that nothing you do will bring you closer to me. Ain't life a bitch? A fucked up bitch. Well, is it, was that supposed to be like he was supposed to be saying he's God? Well, no. That's it's, it's uh, closer to me. Oh, yeah, maybe so. So maybe that was his license plate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't, ain't life a bitch? A fucked up bitch. A fucked up soul with a fucked up sitch. A fucked up head is a fucked up shame. Swinging on my nuts is a fucked up game. Jealousy filling Still up a fuck, jealousy filling up a fucked up mind. It's real fucked up, like a fucked up crime. If I say fuck two more times, that's forty six fucks in this fucked up rhyme. Okay, now I was just saying earlier how I was trying not to curse that much. So, sorry. <laughs> Listen, I I was quoting. <laughs> the brilliant poetry of, of, Frederick of one Frederick Durst. L. Durst. Now I gotta see what his middle name is. <laughs> I, I pray to God it's an L. But w- William, <sighs> his name is actually William Frederick Durst. Okay. <laughs> He's one of those weirdos who goes by his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most messed up thing about that song is he obviously wrote it out. Like he just didn't freestyle. He no. wrote that all out and counted the number of fucks. Right. Is and so my question comes: uh, Is there like a sort of idiotic brilliance to that on some level? I don't know. Because <laughs> Goldfinger um, did that too in one of their songs. Oh, that's true. So that's a the, punk band. The other thing I noticed: uh, <laughs> they, they use uh, the title of a couple of famous songs that aren't like my generation. Like when that came up, I was like, "Oh, please tell me this isn't a Who cover." Oh wow! <laughs> and when My Way came up, I was like, "Please tell me this isn't a Frank Sinatra wow. cover." Wow! Do you think they did that for that reason? Probably. Really. It's my way, my, my way, way or the, the highway. highway. <laughs> One day, <laughs> see, see, Chuck's. Oh, sorry, Frank is singing yeah, it. Yeah, so. who's Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's a song, uh, track 13, because for some reason this album has 15 tracks, including a 10-minute outro. Uh, track 13 is called Hold On. And you know how I said I didn't think that Fred Durst could sing. Right. And then yeah. there was some singing. I was like, oh, this singing is pretty good. And it turns out it's Scott Weiland from the Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, wow. Um, so what else do you have? I had some information about... Oh, damn, I don't have it on here. I can't find it. Oh, damn. Oh, uh, he did the song with Exhibit. Oh, yeah. He said, rest in peace, Roger Troutman. Oh. So, he's an American singer. Yeah, he had quite a... He, had quite a, uh, he was a ger- member of Zap. <laughs> Naturally, and he had quite a jerry curl. Yes, he did. So, he died, I guess, a year before that came out, right? 99? Yeah. So... Well, rest in power, Roger Trout. Yes. Uh, yeah, this song, Boiler, there's no... that's the Boiler is seven minutes long. I don't care what's going on in a Limp Bizkit song. None of them should be seven minutes long. Oh, man. I, I, I thought that the, the outro was actually pretty funny. Did you listen to it? Yeah, it's like, like voicemail messages or something. No, it's actually... Okay. At the end of Chocolate Starfish in the Hot Dog Flavored Water, there's a hidden track featuring voiceovers by comedian Ben Stiller, yeah. actor Mark Wahlberg, skate skateboarder Rob Deerdick, and Third Eye Blind singer Stephen Jenkins. Stephen, yeah. Oh, Stephen yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, they're all, they're, all, um, they're all phone messages, aren't they? Regarding Stiller's contribution, Fred Durst told NME he was in the studio and rambling with the mic, uh, and the mic was on, so I told him to roast me as well as he could, so he did. Oh. So... I told him to roast me. I thought that was funny when he was like, he was making fun of him. He's like, oh, is that? You chewed your ass raw? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, song? right, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. Man, that song is, <laughs> that song's not on this album, so we won't get too into it, but that, that song's something else. I don't, I don't know. Would I listen to this album? I mean, would I listen to this album again? I would say no. So when I was, uh, 
Well, we were talking earlier about when I when I worked construction with a former roommate of the show, Chris. Right. There was this guy that we worked with who I won't name his first name because he was a uh, what we call a very he was a very open drug addict. Okay. And he was a uh, he was big into like the Grateful Dead and all that shit that I can't stand. Okay. And so one day we were in the work truck and that song "Break Stuff" by uh, by Limp Bizkit came on and he was fascinated by it. Like at the, this was you know fifteen years ago. He was I'd say he was probably fifty at the time, and so just picture like a middle aged coked up hippie dude like all day at the job site just going a pack of chainsaw. What? Skin your ass raw. <laughs> and if my day keeps going like this, I might break something tonight. You know how it goes? Break your fucking face tonight. Give me something to break. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I listened to that album a couple times. So what? What was the other one? Uh, the the the, the Method Man song. Well, it's not I didn't hear you. Shut the fuck up. Remember that one? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this album's bad. There's no. I don't know. I think that that song. Um... <clears throat> you love it. No, take a look around. I think that is a really good song. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the the first instrumental part is cool, but they didn't write that. Full Nelson is. Oh, of course they didn't. But I'm I'm saying, well, who who did the original? Not the original one, but the one that was in the first Mission Impossible. Well, it was written by a guy named Lalo Schifrin. No, no, no. But I mean, who did the remake on? Uh, like the first movie? Yeah, on the first movie. Uh, wasn't it like Chemical? It wasn't the Chemical Brothers, but it was something like that. Well, that for a second, I'll find out. Now the first. Mission so what about Impossible, what about Full Nelson? Nelson. This just the song sounded exactly like an E Town Concrete song. All right, you want to play a little Full Nelson real quick? When we Dear find... God! All right, here we'll let's, let's give the kids a little Full Nelson. Okay, hold on. So let me let me try after playing the Planet All Fruit. Let me see if I can find the Full Nelson by the Limp Biscuit. By the Limp. By the Limp. Because I think that people will definitely agree with me that it sounds exactly like the like um, E-Town Concrete. Uh, so, it says the theme for Mission Impossible for the first one was redone by Larry Mullen and Adam Clayton. That's the that's the rhythm section from U2. U2. Okay. Well, there you go. U2. <laughs> Those two. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Tell me what you guys think. Is this e- E-Town Concrete? That does kind of sound like an E-Town riff. Look how down tune that is. This is something you town. Yeah, exactly. Alright, let's get the vocals. Dumb. Still dumb. Like, that voice is okay. I don't mind that. Now, now, if Etown did this, that, that, right, that right. part right there, that, right, yeah. like, that is what, that, that's what I'm saying, is that his little, his little, um, seasoning, you know, in, in the, uh, vocal realm. Alright, you're right, I can, I can see, I can see Ant Money doing that. Exactly. But, like, the whole, the whole, his quote-unquote vocals, which is just him speaking, are not that bad, but right when he goes in that little sassy voice, that's where it loses me. So, me right. personally. So you wouldn't listen to it again. I would not. Okay, so how many how many diamond encrusted battle axes? I'll actually give you that a four. Would not listen to it again. Wasn't too terrible musically. I'm going with a trace. Three. I'm going with a trace. Okay. Would would not listen again. Although maybe I'd listen to it, like if we did another one as a punching bag, I guess I would listen to it. Another Limbizgit? <laughs> yeah, okay. but let's not do that anytime in the near future. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, uh, let's fucking. Oh, uh, <laughs> this, we let's, both struggled to get through this movie. Let's man. talk about 1997's The Pest, if we must, starring John Leguizamo. The first thing I wrote was terrible. Under my review, <laughs> I, I can't even. You didn't even assign this, so I can't even say. First off, fuck you. Okay. Uh, this was one of my movies, so I, 
I don't have a good explanation for why I put this in there. I just, I was like, yeah, this is supposed to be a bad movie, and I've never seen it before. Freddie Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Six Feet Under, and uh, yeah, good actor. The guy playing Ninja. Ninja, yeah. Dude, he was phenomenal in this movie. He's a really great actor. He's a fucking really good actor. I think he's the only shining thing in this entire movie for me personally. He's uh, Remember he was uh, one of uh, Mike Dexter's friends in Can't Hardly Wait? No, I never saw that movie. Really? That's yeah. a great film. <laughs> but he's yeah, he's really good in this movie, though. Okay, so John Leguizamo plays Pestario Rivera Garcia Picante Salsa Vargas, also known as Pest. Uh, um, this is supposed to be a ta- very, very loose takeoff on the most dangerous game, which is uh, a which is a, a short story about rich people hunting hunting a guy for sport named Ice T. Well, look, that was it was also the inspiration for surviving the game with Ice T, right, which exactly. is actually an amazing fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. So, um, so yeah, so he plays. The most annoying human being on the face of the earth. Yes. Like, the most. It's not even funny. You know how Ernest P. Worrell can be kind of annoying, Pee Wee Herman can be kind of annoying, Pauly Shore can be kind of annoying. Sure, sure. Adam Sandler can be kind of annoying. Right, but it's all... This is just... It's (laughs) agonizing. That is the best word. So, the first scene is... Oh, my God. ...him singing in the shower... Yes. Uh, he's doing a variety of, uh, of uh, very non-woke voices. Yes, impressions. impressions. Uh, he pisses on himself, and there's, like, no joke to it. It's just he just pisses. Well, and he also farts. Yeah, he farts a lot. And he, yes. he shits a lot in this movie. As and well. he keeps counting it. What, what, uh, what, what does he say? The Dracula thing? One <laughs> fart or some shit. Yeah, oh my I, don't, God. I don't know, man. Stinky winky. <laughs> oh, God. oh God. God. So he farts in the shower and then he go it pans to him dressed up as Dracula and he goes, One stinky winky <laughs> and then he farts again. And he goes, Two stinky winkies. And he is. So Pest owes a lot of money Ugh. to the Scottish Mafia, which is no which is uh, <laughs> Hold on, time out, time out, time out. Can I say one thing? Sure. You as much that. as we describe it, we're gonna make it sound better than it than than the dirt that it is. Because oh, you're describing it right now, and I can see people saying that doesn't sound that bad. It sounds kind of funny. It's that bad. It's I'm that bad. So yeah, he owes money to the Scottish mafia, and for no for they're Scottish for no other reason than to add a gag later on where he rips off a guy's kilt. She's wearing he's wearing ladies' panties. Right, exactly. Um, he's uh. He's got a girlfriend. Uh, what else happens? Yeah. So he's being basically, and this doesn't help matters either. Noted creep Jeff Jeffrey Jones. Uh, oh yeah, the guy from Beetlejuice. The guy, the from, dad from Beetlejuice. The guy from the, the sex offender list. Right, and he's also from Howard the Duck. Yeah. Yeah. He's also a gross. Yes, human being. But uh, yeah, so he he plays a German fellow who hunts humans. And they mistakenly uh, decide to hunt. Pe- he wants he wants uh, like this beefcake Puerto Rican guy, but they right. take Pest instead. Mm-hmm. But not before Pest uh, makes a detour, uh, playing a very offensive uh, Asian stereotype uh, delivery pre- guy, pretending to be a delivery guy at a Chinese restaurant, and somehow he's got a, a personalized delivery shirt that says Pest on it. Yeah. It's very confusing. And he goes on this really, like, really prolonged rant about how they killed his pet duck. Quacky. Quacky, yeah. And Quacky would want to be served extra crispy with no MSG. Right, and an extra side of rice. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. It was so painful, you don't even understand. Okay, so where do we go from there? So, All right. I, there's so, some things I have written down. He was wearing a Fred Perry in one scene when they were playing tennis. Sure. You're... I, that's all I really Yeah, have. he gets smacked. he gets smacked in that. So... We'll, we'll get to it. Go ahead. Okay. No, no. And he has he has a tattoo sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. Do I you noticed that? that. Yeah. I was like, what is that tattoo? <laughs> but it's Xantha. Is it really? It says Xantha on his on his arm. What the hell does that mean? Now his girlfriend's name was what? <sighs> Xanthia, wasn't it? I don't know. I'll look. You keep going. I believe her name was Xanthia, but as I looked it up, in some scenes there's a tattoo. Xantha. That's his. X a n t h a. Okay, so maybe it was wasn't a real tattoo then. Oh. Uh, yeah, Ari Spears <laughs> was in this movie. Terrible actor. So go on. Uh, yeah, and some scenes there was a tattoo. Sometimes there wasn't. So I thought it was a real tattoo. <laughs> and they just forgot to take it out sometimes. Well, yeah, sometimes they put makeup on it. Sometimes they didn't. But it was. 
I, I don't even want to talk about this movie. It's really that bad, folks, and I know... Oh. Yeah, I, uh, so I try, I watched the first 10 to 12 minutes of this about three different times, and I either fell asleep or got pissed off and turned it off until literally earlier today where I was like, oh, we're podcasting. I right. have to sit and we watch have this to, movie. Exactly. Um, okay, so we get to the island and we meet, um, uh, the Germans, uh, I guess homosexual son, right? right. Who's like a really weird stereotype of another kind. Right. Uh, and then it's tough to even like track the plot from there. Somehow he gets off the island right. and like gets chased through all these different. It's basically like a series of like four minute sketches from that point on. It's unwatchable. No, it's 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 just just awful. And it's John Leguizamo turned out to have some sort of place in the world as an actor, but it's not really as a comedic actor. Like his best movies have been like he's he's pretty good in Summer of Sam and like he's amazing in Hanging with the Homeboys. That's a pretty good movie. That's yeah. an awesome movie. I but love that, that movie. But that's more of a. Ser- I mean, there's some comedy to that, but that movie turns out to have a serious message. Well, yeah. Then, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he he plays a pretty serious role yeah. for that whole movie anyway. Yeah. But I mean, still good. Yeah. Going back, actually, you know, it's funny going back to what we talked about earlier. Hanging with the homeboys was one of those like the eleven o'clock movie on Channel Ten. That's where I saw it. I saw I I bought the VHS because it was it was one of those trailers on a VHS that I had before. I was like, hey, let's just get this one. That movie's awesome. Yeah, it's a good one. I love that movie. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, we just go through. They, they go to a party. He goes to his, his black girlfriend's house. And at that point, you know, he gets to do a different kind of offensive racial stereotype. Yes. Uh, they hang out with Joe Morton from Terminator 2 for a little while. Yes, they he do. Gets shot with a tranquilizer dart. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, it's Miles it's, Dyson. Shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out to Miles Dyson. Wait a wait a Miles Dyson. Actually, fuck Miles Dyson. He almost destroyed the whole world. But he didn't though. Remember? Yeah. I, I've seen he I've seen though. Terminator too. <laughs> okay. uh, Are you sure? Because he didn't get the plot right. Uh the, what are you talking you, about? He, you, you know what he I created noticed? Skynet. But you know what I noticed? That the stunt double in this movie really really didn't look a lot didn't like Didn't look him. like him, yeah. but he was doing like the most mundane things like running through the water. Yeah. You know, like, Charlie Osama didn't run through the water, so they just had him do it? I'm not doing this scene. Right. Or do you think that it was added in later to, for length? I, I don't even know. Cause I it's know I mean, it's... Let me tell you, like you said, you texted me earlier. You're like, when is this movie going to end? And it's like, it's not even 90 minutes. I know. And it feels like it's, like, four hours long. Yeah, it's really bad. Did, did you, like, do anything even approaching a laugh at any point? Um, I'm trying to think. I thought that the dad was a good actor. Pest dad, he was a good actor. Yeah. And Ninja. You like Ninja, huh? And <clears throat> Miles Dyson. I've seen Fred- Freddie Rodriguez. I've seen him in many things now, and I think he's he's quite good. He was in the uh, the, the HBO show Six Feet Under. Okay. And uh, he was in a movie with Christian Bale that I like called Harsh Times. That actually might be a good punching bag. Cause that, that I've bombed. seen that movie, and that was trash. Saw it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Hated it because I just saw Training Day and loved Training Day. That's the same movie, basically. Exactly, and that's why I hated it. And I didn't like Christian Bale's acting. You know what we gotta do? We gotta get some bitches. I was like, what the fuck are we watching? I was like, can we leave? That movie was fucking terrible. I liked it. Uh, you know what? Maybe it's something I can go back and revisit. Maybe you're right. We gotta get some bitches. That's the way him. he did it. No, though. he totally did. Yeah. That's funny. <coughs> so, so, so. Where do you want to go with this? Did you? Did you? As far of as course, what? Well, no, I did. I did catering. Catering. Mario's catering. Of course, it was Mario's catering. So they did Big Mama's House one and two. Oh shit! The original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Underrated film. Uh, Dust Till Dawn. I'll say it. Great film. Pulp Fiction. My favorite film. Reservoir Dogs. God damn. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. This is the best catering company I know. ever. <laughs> and The Wonder Years. Oh, shit. Not the band, the show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Craft Services was Bonnie E. Bennett. She did Fire Down Below. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Slappy and the Stinkers. I don't even know what that is. Sounds amazing. And it came from Outer Space 2, the TV movie. Holy shit. I didn't so, even know they made a sequel to that. I don't think she did either. I think she just came in one day and was like, we need some... Uh, <laughs> She's like, you guys want some grilled cheese? We need some sliders. <laughs> <laughs> you, make a, you make a little nice green salad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, this... I, it, I feel like we're not doing it justice because it's so bad that we really cannot... No, it felt like my head was in a vice for 85 minutes. It's just, 
Like, shit, like, this was 23 years ago, and, like, I just, I want to find John Leguizamo on the street now and be like, shame on you. Yeah, it's like... Shame on you. And you think about all those annoying people that play those roles, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, Rob Schneider. I was just going to say, Rob Schneider, yeah. yeah. And, but, but they do it in a way where it's, like, entertaining, where you can... Well, we can argue about that, but... I don't know, I like Rob Schneider in a lot of movies that he's done. Even the trash ones. I've never seen The Animal, but... What's the movie where he switches places? A hot chick? Yeah. I don't think it was that bad. I don't know. It was entertaining. I was just talking... The, this is a total digression. Okay, sorry. I was sorry. talking the other day about how I watched the first season of his trash, re, his trash show on Netflix. Like, as, a, as in... A, it was actually Kissing Contest watched it, so I watched it along with him, and it yeah. was the worst fucking thing. Oh, that's, my God. It's another story. Um, but, yeah, it's, there's a reason that John Lake Wazama was not... <laughs> not didn't become a comic leading man, you know. Right. Like this is 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 actually for somebody who's been in show business for damn near thirty years. This is one of his only like actual starring roles, right? Mm. Like, let's see. Like, what did he do around this? Yeah. Uh, regarding Henry Super well, Super Mario Brothers, he was Benny Blanco from the Bronx in uh, Carlitos Way. Okay. Then he was Chi Chi Rodriguez and Tu Wong Fu. Oh, he was the clown in Spawn. Ooh, right. His '90s output was not not fantastic. Some people love Spawn though. He was Tybalt in uh, the Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet. Moulin Rouge. He's done a lot of bad movies. <laughs> Well, I liked him in Summer of Sam. Well, uh, Did you like him in Hanging with the Homeboys? <laughs> Let's talk about Hanging with the Homeboys oh. some more. I would. I love that movie. You want to talk about the Ice Age series? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the voice of the... Um... Yeah, the fucking uh, Sid. The uh, the Woolly Mammoth, right? Okay. Well, there you go. Sid. I thought he was like the sloth or whatever. Maybe he was a sloth. I don't remember. I've only I don't seen, know either. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen any tell of us, them. Tell us more about that series. Not Nordic Pod. Gmail.com. I really don't care. <laughs> but <laughs> if you do. want to write in about it, you can. Yes, please. No, but seriously, and uh, let's. I guess we can get to it without further belaboring the point. I would say... This will this will get the the, the heretofore unhold unheard of zero double zero double zeros double oh, shit it was it's it's there's nothing you can do nothing there's redeeming nothing at all not even a little bit so let's get to the bags okay this so is so be- so. Please, what did you think about that? That these are the the two episodes with yeah. the bags. We're doing this for you, right? So, what are your thoughts? We did, that was not fun for us. No, so it was not. If it was enter, if it was entertaining, that's cool. Right. If it wasn't, then maybe we should stop fucking doing this. Right. Unless you want us to go back to the old way, where it's stuff that we thought was, you know, oh, that's a receipt. Has, <laughs> has some redeeming social value. To well, it. Which, yeah. So, tell us what you think. Yep. And. uh... Yeah, tell us what you think. Please. Because like I said, this isn't exactly fun. Not NordicPod <laughs> at gmail.com. If, if it doesn't have entertainment value, then maybe we should stop. Exactly. God damn, that movie was so bad. It was. Okay, so now we're picking for March the 7th, 8th, 9th, 11th, which will be uh, my first episode as a new 36-year-old. Oh, snap. And uh, let's see what we got. What? Oh shit! What do what do you want first? The skim. Okay, uh, we'll be watching the film Gotti, starring John Travolta. Okay, and we will I'm interested. Be, we will be listening to, you ready? Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause. Oh dear God! <laughs> okay, I'm down. All right, so for those for those for those paying attention at home, March fourth, Smash Mouth Astro Lounge. The Edge with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. Correct. March 11th, Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause, and Gotti. Oh, starring boy. Starring John Travolta, directed by E from Entourage. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that might at least be a funny bad movie. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> like, like, you know, there's 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 entertaining bad, and then there's just bad bad, like The Pest. You want right. to talk for ten more minutes about how bad The Pest was, or... I think we've I think we've uh, definitely worn that thin. That movie sucked. Yes. That, that's that's going to be my last word on that. Anyway, uh, that, that's going to about do it. And you got anything coming up, show wise? Um, yes, this weekend. This okay. weekend, this Saturday. Nice. 
Uh, it's at Bure, right? Bure. We'll uh, be there. Oh, shit. Maybe we'll uh, maybe maybe bring the mic. Maybe we can do a little, a little couple, jamming with Jay. We can do a little, and maybe we can get a couple band members, do a couple quick interview things. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll run through and ask some people some questions. Some questions. Some, some questions. Yeah. We can lie about how many listeners we have. So uh-huh. be like, yeah, promote your band to our thousands of listeners. We have five people that listen religiously. <laughs> Maybe maybe next week six. Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, so yeah, Bureau in Atlantic City Leap Day Punk Fest starts at four. Uh, come say hi. If you mention the podcast when you say hi, I'll uh, I'll give you a free Mad Splatter sticker. How about oh, that? come on! We're, we're gonna sweeten it up. And Beer Fest uh, April third with Newfound Glory, uh, NAC uh, at Mad at Mad Splatter Philly on Instagram. Facebook.com slash Mad Splatter Band, blah, 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 blah. No, so, not blah, blah, blah. Tell your, tell your friends uh, about the show, about about the podcast. Yeah. We really appreciate it. If you, seriously, um, you know, I, I didn't think we'd ever get one listener, so the fact that we have a few is very cool, so thank yes, you guys. Yes, we, really. we appreciate everybody. Uh, thank and, you so much for listening and being a part of this with us. Yeah, we're and uh, we're going to keep uh, keep on trucking. And like I said, next next week is the one year anniversary. One special. year. You didn't think we'd make it this far, did you? You talking to me? You talking to yourself? Talking to yeah, well, <laughs> you know, everybody. There's been a few bumps in the road, but we it's been uh, a few bumps in the road. Like that deer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as good boy. a place as any to say goodnight, because uh, we're both tired. And remember that we or are good about- morning. I know, but they're gonna be hearing it in the morning or good night. Good afternoon. Right. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Sorry. Shit. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We're not Nordic. Nordic. Later. Later.